0: trail correspondence presented by The Trek is brought to you by Granite Gear, manufacturers of backpacks and backpacking accessories ready for the long haul. The brand new Granite Gear Blaze 60 pack weighs just three pounds and comfortably carries up to 50 pounds. It's ideal for through hikers who need to carry more water on long trails or those who simply prefer to carry a couple extra luxuries such as a novel, banjo, or maybe a couple pounds of chocolate. In other words, if your pack weight isn't quite ultra light, the Blaze is for you. This is the same pack that some members of Granite Gear's groundskeeper team will be carrying as they hike, paddle, and most importantly, clean up trails, lakes, and waterways across the country. If you don't know about the Granite Gear groundskeepers and the awesome work they're doing to clean up our public lands, check them out at groundskeepers.org and follow along on Instagram at thegroundskeepers. Other brands participating in the Granite Gear groundskeeper program includes Clean Canteen, Ultra Running, Backpackers Bistro, Keep Nature Wild, and Kula Cloth. Best of all, listeners of Trail Correspondence can score a 20% discount off any purchase at granitegear.com. Simply use code TREK20 at checkout. Get on it. trail correspondence presented by the trek this is episode two part two season two if you've listened to backpacker radio you might be making assumptions about the subject of today's show but lucky you this one is not poo themed instead we're going to meet the remainder of this season's trail correspondence today's show will introduce you to our appalachian trail and continental divide trail hikers In the interest of not repeating myself, I will quickly highlight our thinking and those who we brought on for this year's show. First, we wanted to feature primarily first-time thru-hikers, as it's my belief that during your first long-distance trek, the highs are higher and the lows are lower. We wanted the emotion to jump through your headphones and or speaker and into your soul. Two, we wanted to feature a greater diversity of voice to represent more communities, as the trail demographics tend to be rather homogenized. We wanted to encourage as many people as possible to discover the magic of a backcountry in a sustainable way. Before getting into the remainder of the show, I wanted to pass along one more reminder to please subscribe, share with friends, and to leave us a review on iTunes. This goes a long way to helping us get the word out about the show. Okay, let's do this. Enjoy the show.
1: and in 61 days i head to georgia to start my northbound through hike of the appalachian trail currently i'm in salt lake city visiting family and every day out here looking at the mountains makes me want to get started even faster it's hard to wait even that many more days like a lot of the other hikers out there i've been waiting to take this amazing trip for quite a while and after thinking about it for over a year and a half it's crazy to believe that i'm actually leaving so soon Right now I'm 26, and I decided that this is really the right time for me to try my through hike. I work at a bank in New York, and I'm at a stable point where I could take some time off, I hope. Keep your fingers crossed, because I've asked for a leave of absence. I also do some tutoring on the side in the fall, so it's March to September. The time it'll take to hike the Appalachian Trail actually fits quite perfectly with that. I've also got no pets to worry about no mortgage to worry about, I have a subletter lined up for my apartment, so a lot of things just all fit together to make 2019 the year to do it. As far as backpacking experience goes, my family used to spend a decent amount of time outdoors, not necessarily on overnight hikes, but lots of walking and exploring parks and forests and things like that. My brother and dad and I did a, I can't remember, one, one or two week trip up on the Northville Lake Placid Trail in upstate New York. And ever since then I knew that I wanted to keep doing long trails. During the summers when I was a bit older at at camp we hiked a few of the high peaks in upstate New York and that was a lot of fun but again it it was the longer duration that appealed to me not so much the drive, hike all day, finish, drive back appeal. I, I wanted to do something that took longer and didn't take as much time going back and forth to get to every destination. When I graduated from high school in 2011, my brother and I did a short segment of the Appalachian Trail from Bear Mountain. And ever since then, I, I knew that it, was, it would eventually be time for me to do the entire trail. Other than that, I haven't done any significant hiking or backpacking trips. Just a few day hikes out in Salt Lake City when I visited my brother last time over the summer. I'm not too worried about that because I know that a lot of thru-hiking is mental. And yes, it will obviously help to have strong legs and as light a pack as I can. But the mental aspect is something that I've been trying to work on. I also knew that there was a lot of research that I had to do. So in 2018, I spent as much time as I could reading up on the trail, different people who've hiked it, lots of recommendations, safety, and all that fun stuff. On the mental preparation side, I also decided in 2018 that I would read at least 365 books. I had always been a reader, but after school ended, I found myself, I don't know, watching bad TV, doing nothing, spending time on my phone, and I decided that it was time to seriously get back to reading. Plus, since I knew that I had to do a lot of research anyway, or I I wanted to do a lot of research, it kind of killed two birds with one stone. I could have a cool and interesting goal, as well as learn a lot and prepare for 2019. I do think it helped me a lot because reading so much made me get in the habit of doing something every day, even on days when I didn't necessarily feel like it. And it helped me get in the habit of reading every morning, reading every evening, and getting into a routine that um, fit my life and what I wanted to accomplish. I'm hoping that some of the willpower and perseverance I've built up in 2018 will translate to the trail. We'll see. we'll see how that goes. Otherwise, if you ever have book recommendations, just let me know and I have plenty for you, I promise. In terms of the hike itself, one of the things I'm most excited about is the other people I'm going to meet. It's going to be such an interesting mix of people from different backgrounds, ages, reasons for getting out on the trail. And I don't think I could recreate that same kind of mix with any other experience. The things I'm nervous about are you know, basic, basic outdoor safety things. Like, I don't want to get hypothermia. I don't want to get Lyme disease. Those are the things I'm most worried about. When I started telling my family and friends about my goal, a lot of them asked about safety, particularly around hitchhiking, and going by myself. But those were never real fears for me. It was more... Yeah, I'd say it wasn't any of, of those things I was afraid of. It was things that were... A bit harder to encounter in my city life and things that I think that I can prevent or do a good, a good job of preventing if I have enough preparation. And I'm also worried that I'll hate peanut butter forever or ruin a favorite food or something like that, but not quite as important. I hope that I'll get a lot of time to think along the hike. I have a lot of other goals that I want to accomplish eventually and I'm at the point now where I need to do some serious thinking about what's next, what's most important, what maybe I don't care about as much anymore. So I'm I'm hoping that I can narrow down some of those priorities with myself along the trail. I also want to build up my perseverance. This is this, assuming I accomplish it and don't get hurt or anything like that, this is going to be an amazing thing to have accomplished. Spending five, six months walking every day, figuring out all my supplies and logistics, getting that all done myself. I, if I can do that, I, I can do a lot of other things. I'm also hoping to meet and join a community of other people who are also taking this much time out of their lives to do something pretty unique. Um, I think that it it would be pretty wonderful to meet a lot of other people in the same boat with the same priorities. So that's another thing I hope to get out of it. I also want to just enjoy time away from car sounds and enjoy natural scenery. And yes, it'll be hard, of course, but I'm looking forward to having more real problems like i need to get from this point to this point but i only even have food for two days that's a lot more tangible than oh my email inbox is so full so i'm excited to go through that shift of priorities for a little bit but today i'm going to get out enjoy the sun and the mountains out here in utah and look forward to counting down the next 61 days that's all for now
2: Hey everybody, it's Jason, aka Frozen, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm 35 years old, and on February 23rd, I will be starting my Appalachian Trail Thru Hike, and I'm so freaking excited about it. For the past 14 years now, I've been with the same company in the IT field, doing project management, network administration, and also systems administration. So a lot of responsibilities, lots of late nights, lots of focus and emphasis on my job, attention to detail, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Let's get into more interesting things. I first got into backpacking about five years ago. Me and my buddy had stayed up late one New Year's Eve, and we were talking about... You know, just things that we used to like to do. And he brought up, you know, he was an Eagle Scout and he used to backpack all the time. And he wanted to know if I would want to be his hiking partner. So I said, yeah, sure. When do you want to go on our first trip? You know, May or April? And he's like, no, I want to go in January. So my first backpacking trip ever ended up being a zero degree polar vortex here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And when I got back, I just looked in the mirror, I was like, man, that was so much fun. That was such an adventure. And it was really cool to me. So eventually I ended up going alone uh, because I kind of, uh, I did so much more research than he ended up doing. He was kind of using, you know, older style gear, which nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I was moving down the trail. I enjoyed uh, long mileage days, uh, getting to camp, you know, right before dinner, setting up and just, you know, kind of enjoying myself without having a schedule to keep by. Uh, eventually, that turned into hiking some long distance trails. The first year, I ended up doing the Laurel Highlands Trail in southern Pennsylvania, which is a 70 mile through hike. And after that, I was kind of hooked. I just kept on pushing myself every year to keep going further and further and challenging myself. It all led up to last year when I did the Superior Hiking Trail. We did 240 miles on the Superior Hiking Trail over two weeks. And on day 10, I had a long talk with myself, like, just saying to myself, that, you know, this is something that you really, really enjoy doing. What about the Appalachian Trail? Now, I had always planned and hoped for, you know, the past five years that one day, you know, when I retire, I will hike the Appalachian Trail. Um, an unfortunate event happened in my family, my uncle, who... He was a big-time hunter, fisher, trapper, had hunting dogs, entered competitions, big-time hunter. He went up in his tree stand one morning, real foggy morning, and then ended up uh, slipping and woke up in the hospital. He was paralyzed from the waist down, and it just had a huge impact on the family. Uh, it struck me really hard just because, you know, me and him— Related all the time. He he loved the outdoors. I love the outdoors, and just to see this this man that you know was always super strong in your mind when you were growing up, just paralyzed, can't do anything anymore. Um, it, it just it, it hit close to home. It's like maybe I should not wait until retirement. Then maybe I should get out and do this. Maybe I should follow my dream. So that's what I'm doing. Not only doing it for that reason, but I wanna hike the Appalachian Trail. I wanna be a through hiker. I think it's gonna be the coolest experience ever. This is really a good time for me to attempt a through hike. I don't really have anything tying me down here. Uh, No financial responsibilities, no family obligations, nothing like that. And I'm really, really looking forward just getting off of the schedule and just enjoying what I think is gonna be absolute freedom. Another thing I'm looking forward to is I'm the kind of person that I don't don't want to say I'm like OCD or anything, but I always want to be in control of a situation. For instance, I hate flying. I I can handle it. Like I'll go on an airplane, but I, I want to be the pilot. You know what I mean? I want to be in control of this situation. Now, I don't color code my drawers. I'm not like a Sheldon Cooper or anything like that. But I'm looking forward to giving up that control and letting the trail Do whatever it wants, you know, rain on me, hail on me, whatever. I want to experience that the whole thing, anything that the trail is going to provide for me. I think the biggest thing that freaks me out, and it's going to sound funny to a lot of people, I'm afraid to go into town to resupply. It's just something that I really haven't done. I'm fairly introverted, I've never used an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi or anything like that. And now I'm going to be expected to, you know, hitchhike. So I'm looking forward to it and not looking forward to it, I guess, side by side. But I think it's going to be a great experience either way. Like I said, I just want to let things happen. So anyway, this is Frozen signing off from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
3: This is The Flats coming to you from my kitchen in cold ass South Dakota. It is freezing here. It's below zero. Uh, It's great to be here as a trail correspondent for The Trek. My name is Missy Botts. I'm 42 years old, and my husband has given me the name The Flats over a year ago when we were section hiking all over the East Coast. We've lived in South Carolina for the last decade, but we're originally from the Minnesota, South Dakota area. Uh, We love the outdoors and absolutely love backpacking. Um, we do have quite a bit of backpacking experience. We started hiking and backpacking almost four years ago now. It started off more as weekend getaways, um, but we craved the mountains more and more as we completed various trails. Uh, we've been section hiking on the Palmetto Trail in South Carolina, as well as in Jones Gap State Park and Paris Mountain, which are also in South Carolina. Our favorite state so far to hike in and through though is north carolina we have completed multiple trails in linville gorge and grandfather mountain i really did like grandfather mountain because of all the technical climbing and different things that you you could do it was a lot different than just um hiking up and down Uh, my favorite though is when we section hiked the rowan highlands uh, on the at in may of 2016. we did a five-day section hike including the overland shelter which is the big red barn I'm looking forward to um, staying there again uh, when we attempt our thru-hike. We've done two sections of the Mountains to Sea Trail as well, and in addition, we hiked in Spearfish Canyon in South Dakota and absolutely loved it. It's so gorgeous there. My other favorite backpacking experience, though, uh, was hiking the Art Loeb Trail in North Carolina over Thanksgiving in 2017. Uh, It really made me appreciate and be grateful for all the things that I have. Um, Looking at the night stars out on that cold, crisp night, it showed me how small we really are in such a large universe and just to love every day as if it is your last. I'm most excited for the Grayson Highlands section of the AT though, as I really want to see um, the ponies. (laughs) Um, Knowing me, I will probably pick up some carrots before we get there in case I see some. Um, That extra weight will be worth it if I'm able to uh, see and feed a pony. Uh, As you can see, we love our outdoor time in nature for sure. Now, my life prior to this AT through hike um, was as a registered nurse uh, for 10 years. Then I went back to school to become a nurse practitioner. Um, I performed in this nurse practitioner role uh, for five years. My husband was in sales and marketing for 16 years when he decided that he wanted to go back to school to become a network administrator in information technology, which he really enjoys. It is very stressful and demanding, though. Uh, A year after I was done with NP school and was working in my field, uh, my husband and I found ourselves hiking more and more and just really enjoying it. You know, we got to get away from the hustle and bustle and craziness of our jobs. We got this crazy idea to take some time off and go and experience life while we still can, um, including living in the woods. So we set a plan in place to downsize our three bedroom, two and a half bath house to a two bedroom apartment. Um, then we started selling, um, most of our belongings. We paid off almost all of our debt. Of course, I still have my student loans. Um, I'll be paying on those forever, but, um, we saved up over the next three years. Uh, we stopped, you know, going out to a movie every week. We stopped eating out as much as we did and, you know, just giving up that, you know, latte at Starbucks helped save money. So, um, In addition, we really went off the deep end and we purchased a 2005 cargo sprinter van and we built it into a camper van that we can use to travel the U.S. when we get done with our AT thru-hike. So we recently just quit our jobs, moved back to the cold of South Dakota to see our family, and now we've been planning our AT thru-hike. So lots of stuff going on. We have many interests between the two of us. I enjoy uh, playing the guitar, and I am a newbie at that, but it is so enjoyable to me. I used to play the saxophone in middle school, so I'm not new to a musical instrument. Um, I also enjoy reading, hence I'll be bringing my Kindle Paperwhite for at night and on rainy days or zero days. Can't live without that. Um, The Hubs has a fun hobby of playing foosball. He's quite good at it, and he competes in foosball tournaments as a semi-professional player. Uh we are both animal lovers and we have a ten-year-old lab mix named Hallis, who will not be hiking the trail with us only because of his age. Um it would just be too hard on his his muscles and joints. Uh we will miss him dearly and his happiness and health are one of my top concerns while I'm away. So you'll probably be hearing me talk about him a lot. Um why are you hiking? Well, John, which is my husband, and I are hiking the trail because the mountains are our happy place. They bring out the best in us. Um We also, we want to live intentionally. We want to enjoy a slow and peaceful life instead of the crazy corporate rat race that we've been so accustomed to. We were stressed, overworked, unhappy, and we just felt like we were just going through the motions and not really living life. So we decided to take back our lives and go on this crazy adventure. (laughs) What are you most excited about? Um, I'm most excited for the slower pace of each day. I'm also excited to see the wildlife in nature. I want to see a bear, now, from a far distance. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Um, I think that would be so cool. I also want to see all the other critters, as I'm definitely an animal lover. Um, I think seeing the season change on the trail will be exciting as well. The budding trees and new life on the trail will make me feel like a kid again. I really enjoy that. My husband said he's most excited for just the simplification of life, as well as the peacefulness that this will bring. Just He said, just you, me, and the mountains. So... Uh, What are you most nervous about? I I am just nervous about so many things. I'm an anxious person anyway, and I'm constantly thinking about and worrying about all the things that could go wrong on the trail. And since I'm an A-type personality, I'm trying to always come up with plans and solutions and, and plan for when these things go wrong. So part of hiking the trail and taking a break from life for me is to stop my constant planning and need to control everything. That's what I'm really out there to do. Um, I'm also nervous for injuries, you know, for failure if we don't succeed, um, for, you know, animal encounters that could go bad, hitchhiking for the first time, um, and how I'm, how I'm going to get enough to eat. You know, they keep talking about the hiker hunger, and I love to eat, but... I'm I'm just interested in how I'm going to be full all the time. Um, my husband, he said he's most nervous about being too cold since we are starting in February, so it is going to be cold on the trail. Now, we do have all the gear for it, so it shouldn't be a problem, but he is a little bit nervous about that. Um, he also said he's nervous about overuse injuries on the trail, which I am too. Um, what do you hope to get out of this experience? Uh, I hope to gain confidence that I feel like I've always been lacking in my life since childhood. I've never really completed like a large goal in life, well, except finishing college. But uh, I, th- I think hiking all the way to Mount Katahdin would, would give me the self-confidence that I can complete an inspiring and like tremendous feat and, and that I can be proud of myself. Um, my husband hopes to be mentally challenged to the nth power, to come out a stronger person Although he is already the strongest person I know, so I don't know how he could get any stronger. But he says he's an oddball that enjoys overcoming adversity, and well, he kind of is. <laughs> but anyways, well, guys, that is it for me. Um, I hope that you have uh, learned a little about me and my reasons for attempting an AT thru-hike. And as always, don't forget to live the adventure.
4: morning. This is Kenneth Pereira coming to you from mile negative 70 on the Appalachian Trail. I wanted to give a little bit of a background about myself uh, to kind of paint a picture of who I am and why I'm doing this. So I am a 29 year old guy living in Atlanta, Georgia. I have worked at a tech company for the past five years. Uh, it was my first job out of college and so didn't really um, spread my wings too much outside of uh, my educational track um as far as backpacking experience goes uh, a year ago back in march a friend put out a facebook um request uh, or i guess like a status update asking if anyone wanted to join him for a week on the appalachian trail and um i had always kind of been interested in the trail or at least for as long as i had known about it um i remember back in early college uh, had a sister my sister's friend um was looking for a partner to do a through hike with and there was a little bit of time that i was considering it and had started to look into it so i guess i that was probably my introduction to a long trail as a possibility of something to do um and it seemed like a really cool thing to do uh and so my friend put out this this status update looking for a partner to go with him i kind of jumped on the opportunity and he gave me all of the uh you know the gear list that I would need, and um, we went out there. And uh, I think it took me about three days to warm up to it. Um, I was kind of convinced that it was a one and done for me at the beginning because it was just so hard. Um, I had, uh, I guess I've I've always been into cycling and biking, and so I definitely enjoy suffering and uh, like you know pushing myself to my limits, um, and I found that backpacking went well beyond uh, anything that I had ever experienced on the bike, which uh, eventually was this sort of point of ignition for me to um, really kick my biking up a notch. Uh, after the week on the trail, came back to the city, and um, I just had such a glow about me um, after the trail. I, it was the first time I Told myself that i would ever allow myself to evangelize for anything because um, i had this transformative experience where i was just like man if everything ever just hits rock bottom and i just need to recalibrate and reset myself um you know it's, it's amazing that the trail is out there because i know that that would be a source of like um something that could fill me if i felt empty Um, And so that actually inspired me to start biking every single day early in the morning before I would go to work. Um, And so from March all the way through uh, September of last year, 2018, I was biking, you know, approximately 300 to 350 miles a week, which is a lot. I have a full time job and that basically was me adding like a part time slash another full time job to my, uh, list of responsibilities. And so actually I ended up burning myself out on cycling, uh, November, 2018, I actually put the bike down for the first time in, uh, probably a decade. And I haven't actually been on the bike for, uh, about three months now, uh, at the end of, at the beginning of February, it'll probably be about three months. And so um, I was actually planning on, uh, leaving my job and biking cross country and doing this huge, like 10,000 mile ride, uh, that would take about a hundred uh, days. And I was hoping to do a hundred miles a day. So I would bike to the West coast and then come back hopefully, uh, to my home in Atlanta, Georgia, all by bike. Anyway, um, that started to really stress me out cause I was feeling the burnout and. Uh, so I was kind of thinking of something that I could still do, and it was like a, sort of a no-duh realization. Where I was like, well, why don't I just do the thing that originally was so inspirational, but actually really go for it, uh, which that was the Appalachian Trail. And in an interesting way, I feel like, you know, I've already actually failed and quit the Appalachian Trail once, and that was last year. And that was a planned Uh, exit of the trail I was only um, scheduled to be on there for one week but uh, the fact that I've already been out there once and didn't finish it I feel like I've already uh, uh, walked away from it once which is sort of a motivating factor for me to stay on trail when I attempt the through hike this coming March because you know some some people I think I've seen multiple attempts you know and uh, I just want my expectations and uh, reality to be surrounding the fact that I've already been out there once and now I need to go out there and I need to really finish it this time. And so that's why I am going to try my darndest to complete the thru-hike. So that's kind of why I'm hiking. The things that I'm most excited about, for sure, the community that I experienced for the week that I was out there last year, that was great. Uh, there was just you know so many people on the same page experiencing the same things you know the the daily hardships the mental uh tearing away of your comfort and to a degree your sanity just sharing all those things with people um it 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 really like i said it fills you up and uh i think that's a that's primarily why i've never heard anyone say a single bad thing about a through hike even people who haven't necessarily been successful with their attempt um it's it's Exceedingly rare so rare that i've never encountered it that someone has a bad word to say about it So that's that's really what i'm excited about Um, the things i'm nervous about, you know, I really don't want to get sick. I don't want to get injured. I don't want to die um so You know anything that doesn't involve having to spend a lot of time injured or sick or die, uh I guess i'm i'm willing to encounter and endure um I'm really not I don't like cold weather and I don't like being wet so leading up to my attempt through hike uh, I've been walking exclusively uh, to and from work and then on my weekends I go for long walks which means that I have to be in cold weather and wet weather a lot since I'm in Atlanta it's uh, I'm already on the east coast and I know I mean I think we're like in a subtropical region of uh, the world so there's a lot of rain and dealing with that um I'm hoping helps my fortitude and my resolve because it's not comfortable being wet, it's not comfortable being cold, and it really sucks to be both. But uh, I'm just trying to figure out all these little mental tricks and just you know telling myself you know little things like this too shall pass, or you know looking forward to a warm meal at the end of the day, maybe a beer if I'm lucky. Um, yeah, the the things that I'm nervous and excited about. Can sometimes be the actual same thing Because everything that I'm scared of I also hope that I end up thriving in By the end of my trip um, And so this is coming toward the end here But uh, the thing that I really hope to get out of The experience as a whole Is just to kind of emerge Really feeling like uh, a new sense of uh, self-reliance And just the the notion that I know I can survive um, In a context where You know it's questionable at this point Um, (laughs) I I Know that it's not true wilderness Like I'm obviously going to be close to towns And I'll see people probably daily But uh, It's still um, Again compared to my history cycling This is such a huge undertaking And it's something that I'm trying to Approach with like humility and, uh, And Total recognition that I may not be Successful So the idea that I could actually complete this task, um, I think it will just show me that uh, I I have more in me than I thought I did, and that's really what I'm excited to see. I want to feel like a real adult by the end of this, just like uh, this is a rite of passage, and I'm excited to see myself on the other side because I think it's really going to dictate the next um Place that I go uh, very heavily. So, with that, I will leave that there. This is uh, Kenneth Pereiro again, signing out from negative 70 miles on the Appalachian Trail. Hey, Backpacker
5: Radio so excited to introduce myself to all of you. My name is Melissa, and I'm going to be through hiking the AT Northbound from Amicalola Falls in 38 days. Woo! I have no trail name yet, but that is to be determined, so for now, you can call me Melissa. And I am 22 years old, hailing from Wilmington, Delaware, and I bartend. For now. <laughs> I am super excited to be going on this adventure and to be able to take you with me so let's just kind of get into it um i first heard about through hiking in high school when wild was gaining popularity um and so i grabbed the book and devoured it in one seating because i'm an avid re- reader and uh fell in love with it or her journey, her mission, her being a super powerful woman, uh, who had confidence in herself to go do this. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that. I identify with that. That'd be awesome. So cut to the realization of me realizing that I had no money because I was in high school. I had no time to go and do this because I was supposed to go to college. And I was just too nervous as a 17-year-old girl to go out and do this by myself. So I put it off for a little bit. And then in college, I started thinking about it again and decided to order Appalachian Trials, which is, shout out, written by Zach Badger Davis, who hiked the AT, drank. So I read the book and was really not inspired I guess like it provoked a lot of thoughts of curiosity of what it would be like to actually do it um because it's a how-to guide of how to mentally prepare yourself and so I read it a bunch of times bookmarked it wrote in the margins and it's really gave me some direction and like okay I really I do want to do this I do absolutely want to do this but I'm just not sure when so then I graduated college uh UD from Delaware so UD woo um and I felt like I was pretty lost because All of my friends were walking into full-time jobs with salaries and benefits and the whole shebang, and I just wasn't really sure what I was doing. So I was like, you know what? I have the time. I'm working my butt off as a bartender, so I have the money, and I'm confident as hell that I can do this now. So I decided to start planning for it, and now I'm here (laughs) talking to you guys. So I'm pretty excited. I'm really looking forward to the simplistic lifestyle of being on trail. Um, The idea of having everything on your back that you need is very appealing because we live in such a materialistic and uh, (laughs) we're overwhelmed with choice a lot. So to have everything on your back and to not have to make a shitload of decisions every day and to just have everything be laid out for you is very appealing. I'm sure that I'll be tired of it after like a month of on trail, but you know, you never know. (laughs) Um, I'm also just really looking forward to meeting everyone on trail. I've already been connected to a couple really cool ladies through... um, the treks group, uh, because I also blog for the trek, and some of them do, and we've kind of connected and started talking about how excited we are. So I'm excited to meet them and meet everybody new on trail. I'm nervous about the weather. Yeah, that's kind of concerning, because I'm going to be walking through driving rain a lot of the time, because the Appalachian Trail is notoriously rainy. But... I feel like I am stubborn enough that I'll just get over it. (laughs) I'm sure that after your shoes are wet for three days straight, you just stop realizing that they're wet. So I'm sure I'll get over it and everything will be fine. Um, I'm trying to walk more in rainstorms and uh, trying to get over that uncomfortable feeling that you associate with wet shoes. I'm also nervous about maybe not getting enough time by myself. I do want to meet people. I do want to be, you know, a part of something. But I also am doing this to connect with myself. So I don't want to be overly exposed to a bunch of people. I guess that leads me into what I want to get out of this, which is I want to get connected with myself. I want to understand where I want to go in life. You know, after a couple months of walking north to a certain point, you would hope that your life would get some semblance of a direction. (laughs) And so I would like to achieve that. And I would like to prove everyone wrong who has told me that I'm not going to be able to do this because I have little to no experience. And, uh, yeah, I just want to do the thing to do the thing. And you guys are going to be on that journey with me. And, oh, my God, I've been talking for six minutes. I am so sorry you had to listen to me ramble. And I hope that you guys follow me on my journey. So much love from Delaware, and I'll be seeing you all soon. Bye.
6: Hey folks, it's Travis, here to share a little bit about uh, myself. Yeah, it feels like such a selfish uh, recording, but you know, it's the way it is. I'm uh, 37 years old, and I've split my time in the last, you know, 10 years or so between West Kentucky, Western Kentucky, which is where uh, my business has been. Uh, I've been in the car business for most of my adult life, and actually most of my childhood as well. And uh, also um, spent a lot of time in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, did, went to college here and uh, undergrad and graduate school. And um, yeah, so I'm recording this here from Music City, Tennessee today, actually. So um, I don't have <laughs> much backpacking experience. So I loved uh, the outdoors when I was growing up. And I feel like I just um, haven't really just with career and lifestyle and a lot of things, really been in the outdoors like I want it to be. And so I'm very excited about this very immersive experience on the AT where it's obviously purely outdoors. Um, I've never hiked any long trails. Um, I will say that a few months ago as I was... uh, planning this, I was very near Harper's Ferry. I was, uh, my brother lives in DC and we were out at a vineyard, actually a winery in in Northern Virginia. And, uh, I saw a sign for Harper's Ferry. I said, let's go. So we went to the ATC and it was just like, just, you know, the cherry on the Sunday to kind of talk to hikers who were passing through and to get my picture made out front. And it was just like, yeah, like I'd already knew I wanted to do it. And then to be there at the midway point, I was just super excited. So anyway, I don't, that doesn't count as backpacking experience, but it just got me super jazzed up and I just thought of it. So anyway, um, I, um, I'm hiking for, I guess a lot of people have a lot of different reasons. Um, mine is, um, you know, I don't know, healing, I would say, is one just from some events in the last uh, year or so that require healing, things that I really haven't had the, the time to commit to uh, grief or to just working through. So that's one thing for sure. Um, I'm excited about the sense of accomplishment that I would feel by finishing uh, the entire journey to Katahdin. Um, I'm looking for, you know, inspiration. Honestly, I think that there's a lot of it out there and I just want to soak it up. And so that's, uh, definitely a big reason and, um, probably a book deal. If I can just get a, get a book deal out of this, it'd be pretty cool. So anyway, um, I don't know about that, but I'm, uh, I'm excited about focusing on one thing, you know, it's just been like crazy. And for a long time now, and it just has such appeal to just wake up and just do one thing, foot in front of the other, you know, just survive and move forward. It just, it just seems, it just seems great. It seems like magic. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, very much looking forward to diminishing all of life's noises and distractions. Um, and just being very, uh, present on trail among other, uh, through hikers and just having that connection. Um, I'm very excited about, so, um, I'm nervous about, um, mm, gosh, I mean, I'm solo hiking like many others, but I'm a little nervous about, uh, loneliness. Um, I'm nervous about missing, potentially significant events in other people's lives. So things that I may, you know, have wanted to participate in, whether I'm not on trail, or, you know, even maybe, um, you know, tragic things, loss of a loved one. I just, I'm trying to think about whether I need to commit to the trail fully, or do I have flexibility in getting off trail? I'm trying to just work through that, but I'm, you know, the prospect of missing something or saying no and appearing self-centered is, um, you know, it kind of makes me it makes me nervous. And I would say the other thing is i feel like my expectations are pretty high for what I'm gonna get out of the experience, and so of course, you know, when that happens, and then maybe it's not what you thought it's you know it throws you off and so i'm i'm hoping that i'm just trying to keep my expectations in check but i'm you know just just nervous about that like maybe i think things are going to be one way and they're a lot different and um so hopefully that that kind of gets reconciled um i um i think that um The trail's going to help me find my own path, literally and figuratively. Um, I'm basically exited a career um, that I mentioned um, here recently, just uh, sold the businesses that I was involved with. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to to finding that path and, and the trail being sort of a catalyst for that. You know, I'm looking forward to Uh, finding that healing. I'm looking forward to that physical challenge. Um, It makes you feel very connected to others and to nature. And honestly, I mean, with 14 states passing through, seeing America is just like such a huge uh, motivator to see it on the ground. I mean, just to see the towns and the people who live in the towns and just... I just think that there's something um, very raw about seeing america up and cl- up close um, on the at so i think that's going to be really uh fulfilling so anyway that's a little bit about me a little bit about the reasons why and uh enjoyed sharing with you so this is travis signing off
7: Hi, Backpacker Radio. This is Nancy, and I am looking forward to my northbound thru-hike on the AT, starting at Springer Mountain on March 4th. I live in the burbs of Atlanta, and I've lived here since 1992. I'm 66 years young and recently retired. My work history includes a job as a paralegal, I went to paralegal school right after college, worked in Baltimore, and discovered that that city has the most amazing food. Of course, this was in the 70s, so I hope it still has wonderful food. I decided that paralegal work was not going to be my permanent career, so I moved to North Carolina, did basic immunology research at a medical school, and then decided to go back to school for a master's degree. My husband and I moved to Asheville, North Carolina, where I started a cardiac rehabilitation program. We then moved to New Jersey, and I thought my outdoor life was over, but I was so wrong. I worked at an outdoor shop in order to meet whitewater kayakers, since that was my passion at the time, and it worked. I discovered wonderful creeks and rivers in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and all over New England with marvelous paddling friends. I took time out from a paid job to be a mom of two daughters. And then after quite a few years, I returned to paid employment by managing my neighborhood's homeowners association for the past 13 years. My backpacking experience spans decades. It started in Costa Rica. I was taken an anthropology course in college and lived for a month with the Amubri Indians in the Talamanca Rainforest near the border with Panama. At that time, travel was by foot or dugout canoes since there were no roads. I continued to backpack after college in North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia, and even made it up to the Adirondacks. When I turned 50, I added many trips to the Grand Canyon and the winds in Wyoming. I shared 240 miles of the AT in 2017 with my youngest daughter, who successively completed her thru-hike that year. My other outdoor pursuits include whitewater kayaking, which dominated my life from about 1977 to 2007, and the highlight of my paddling career was paddling on the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon on five different Private permit trips. I added mountain biking, which I was really mediocre at, and then found my happy place on a road bike. Mixed in are other outside activities such as several marathons, numerous nonstop rim to rim hikes at the Grand Canyon, and in 2014 I did a nonstop rim to rim to rim. I've been to Rocky Mountain National Park several times during the winter, and have dabbled in snowshoeing, ice climbing, cross-country skiing, and the often overlooked, sometimes thrilling, and really fun butt luge. This past September, I hiked the 110 miles around Mont Blanc in the Alps, and then spent time cycling in the Bordeaux-Dordogne region of France, where my consumption of wine and chocolate croissants left me absolutely spoiled, and craving more chocolate. Dark chocolate is my favorite. So to summarize, I've done a bunch of different things, but I think my all-time favorite activities have been adventures with friends when we left our husbands at home. Our all-female trips, whether on rivers, bikes, snowshoes, or hiking trails, have been challenging and always lots of fun. I am hiking the trail now because I am resurrecting an idea I had to through-hike the AT I first thought of in 1988. Due to life circumstances, I could not do the trail then, so I put it aside. I have the time, the desire, and I hope the physical strength to complete a through-hike now. I am also a widow as of 2017 and I am seeking the peace, tranquility, and solace I feel when I am outside as an antidote to my grief. I am most excited to watch spring unfold across the mountains as I hike north. I love wildflowers and will be busy photographing and identifying the flowers along the trail. I am also excited about meeting lots of people of all ages and backgrounds, sharing the challenges and rewards of the trail. So let's see, what am I nervous about? Hmm. I am nervous about tick-borne diseases, hitchhiking for resupplies, and keeping my body happy, since it has such a major role to play in my successful completion of this hike. And what do I hope to get out of this experience? Oh, gosh, a huge dose of satisfaction of meeting the challenge of both the physical and mental aspects of this hike. Friendships that will last forever, saying yes to as much as I can, and an effective way of dealing with the grief of my husband's death. I hope I feel the comfort and peace I value so highly when I am in in the woods. So now you know a little bit more about me. And I look forward to checking in with you all as I travel my way north on the trail. So this is Nancy signing off.
8: Hey, Trekkers. Dosu here to tell you a little bit about myself, what I'm doing in 2019, and my life in general. I'll start off with some basics and try to paint a picture for you. If you're driving or hiking, I suggest that you pull over and come to a complete stop. Now close your eyes, and I will begin counting backwards from five. I ask that with each number you surrender your mind to me. Now, let's begin. Five, four, three, two, and one. Excellent. Now that I have your undivided attention, I'll warn you that there isn't anything too magnificent about me. Currently, I'm just a 36-year-old man who grew up and spent most of his life in New Hampshire. At the age of 33, I decided to quit my career and hike the Appalachian Trail. Since then, I've lived a nomadic dirtbag life. I haven't even owned a bed since 2015 when I left for the Appalachian Trail almost four years ago. As far as my backpacking experience goes, I used to love to backpack in the White Mountains. And then I hiked the Appalachian Trail, the Long Trail, the PCT, and recently the Wonderland Trail. I love to hike. I can't wait to hike the CDT. I also love to climb and travel in general. I'm not a big fan of working, but you gotta do what you gotta do. As part of my introduction to you, I'm to answer the question of why I'm hiking. And to be honest, I never really thought about the why. I guess it has always just been self-explanatory to me. I just love it. A better question would be, why not, or why wait? Work and jobs will always be there, but youth and ability will slip past us with each passing day. At age 33, I realized so much time had passed, and I was getting gray hair in my beard, and the days were starting to blend together. I needed to change, and I found it. I found a tribe of wanderers, and you all took me in and made me feel at home, a sense of belonging that I had never experienced before. I was, and am, exactly where I should be so I guess you could say that's why I love hiking and that's why I'm hiking the content to divide trail the next question I'm to ask myself is what I'm most excited about now this answer should be a multifaceted one I'm excited for so much but if I had to choose one thing it'd be freedom freedom from work freedom from responsibility freedom to roam and explore this gorgeous planet this kind of freedom is something that money can't buy Money can help you do it, but only if you have the will to accomplish it. This leads me to my biggest fear about hiking the CDT. I'm very strong-willed and a little OCD. I hold myself to some high standards, and I love a challenge. On the AT, I hiked it pure. And on the PCT, I hiked Nobo Continuous Footpath. I was actually mocked by some other hikers for doing the road walks around the fires. While I am a fast hiker, I believe that the hiker who's on trail the longest is the one that wins. I mean, personally, I'm in no rush to get back to working. What I am most nervous about for the CDT, and this is going to sound silly to most, but is that I'm going to bite off more than I can chew, with either a big peak bag or a fire detour, and I injure myself either physically or mentally. A lot of people hike for a reason. They hike to help others, or to clear their minds or souls from something that troubles them. When I hiked the Appalachian Trail, I wondered if I would find some zen or sense of enlightenment. When I was hiking up to Katahdin, I couldn't reach the sign fast enough. Days had gone into weeks, had gone into months, just to reach that one peak. When I did eventually reach the sign, I didn't want to leave. Coming down from the top was likely the slowest I had ever hiked. I dragged my feet. Really? Was it over? I got to the parking lot where my dad was waiting to congratulate me. But to me, I wanted condolences. It was over. How sad. How sad. That was the most fun I had ever experienced in my life, and now it's over. By that night, I was standing in my mother's kitchen, overwhelmed with not a sense of satisfaction, but a true craving for more. When and if I complete this hike of the CDT, I don't hope to get anything other than the pure joy and beauty of the trail and the life I loved so dearly. I appreciate you for listening to me ramble. Surprisingly, this has been a rare release of feelings for me. It has given me a small taste of that zen that we spoke of earlier. I will now release control over your mind back to you. As I count forward from five, gradually take back control of your mind. And when I reach the number five, you will open your eyes and go to the store, buy all the Snickers bars, and mail them to me. One, two, three, four, and five.
9: I'm Sarah Duma. My trail name is Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? And this long trail name was gifted to me on the Appalachian Trail in 2014. For those peeps who are confused and don't understand the reference, Carmen San Diego originated as a character in an educational geography video game in the 1980s. The goal of this video game was to figure out Where in the world this master thief, Carmen, was hiding with a stolen international treasure or landmark? Now, I'm definitely not a criminal mastermind, but I do have a tendency of flying all over this planet, and my friends and family have a bit of difficulty keeping track of me. I'm a 37-year-old mixed ethnicity hiker from Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. I grew up in a Muslim household with my Canadian-born mom with Irish-Italian roots and my East Indian father. My dad immigrated to Canada from South Africa back when he was a teenager. In university, I started out in archaeology because I wanted to be Indiana Jones. I mean, uh, who wouldn't want to be Indiana Jones? He's uh, pretty freaking awesome. But I ended up leaving university before completing my degree because I had the opportunity to participate in an international development program. I spent a couple life-changing months in northern Vietnam living with a family in a small rice farming village. That experience really kicked off my wanderlust, and I've traveled backpacked since in over 75 countries. During my travels, I've completed several world-class treks, including Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, Everest Base Camp and Annapurna Circuit in Nepal, and the Milford Track in New Zealand. My sense of adventure has also led me to tackle some lesser-known hiking trails, such as uh, the Kalao Hill Tribes Trek in Myanmar, Ciudad Perdida, which is a lost city trek in Colombia, and even day hiking in the Chibo Mountains in North Korea. Yes, I said North Korea. North Korea is actually a fascinating place to visit. I'm also addicted to the Camino de Santiago's. As a Pellegrina, I've walked several routes in Europe, including the Camino Frances, uh, the Camino Portuguese, and the Ruta de la Lana. It may seem easy peasy compared to wilderness trekking in America because there is an abundance of fine wine, comfy dorm beds, and hot showers. But I still love walking the Caminos because of the history, the sweeping countryside, and all the wonderful people I meet along the way in the teeny tiny rural villages. This year, I'm gonna be taking a big step forward uh, towards completing the Triple Crown by attempting a through hike of the Continental Divide Trail. Last year, I spent six unbelievable months hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. I do have a section left in Southern Oregon to complete because of the nasty smoke conditions, but I'll take care of that later. Uh, My first big American long distance trail experience was hiking one and a half thousand miles on the Appalachian Trail in 2014. The AT is also where I discovered my love for uh, video blogging and creating kooky daily uh, trail videos on my YouTube channel. I'm actually happy that I haven't quite finished the AT. I I have the, the big Connecticut to Maine segment because I get to save that for next year. I've been a full-time long-distance hiker and video blogger for the past 18 months. After a life-threatening, massive saddle pulmonary embolism, I left my office job of 15 years in August 2017 to complete my hiking bucket list. The pulmonary embolism was caused by a blood clot in my right leg that I didn't even know that I had. Uh, When the clot broke free, it filled up my lungs with small clots and wrapped around my pulmonary artery. Uh, When that happened, I collapsed on the floor of a bus station, Uh, no idea I was sick, and um, I nearly died. (laughs) So uh, I made the decision in hospital that night that I was going to spend my life savings to start checking off my hiking bucket list as soon as my lungs and leg had recovered. I'm supposed to be on blood thinning medication for the rest of my life because doctors still don't know why I got that blood clot and there is evidence of past damage in my other leg, so I've survived at least one other blood clot in the past. Against medical advice, I'm not taking the medication because if I do, it, ha- it poses a high risk of bleeding if I get injured in the backcountry. and I am very, very clumsy. It was a difficult decision, but it is more important for me to lead an enjoyable, fulfilling life rather than stay safe and cozy at home. I do keep vigilant for any blood clot warning signs, and I've had four false alarms since, including a visit to the Truckee Hospital for an ultrasound when I was hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. I'm hiking the Continental Divide Trail because I feel most alive and connected to this earth when walking a long distance footpath. It totally amazes me that I can live simply in the wilderness and walk crazy long distances being self-reliant with just a backpack. I love the feeling of the unknown. I I, I love not knowing what kind of gorgeous mountain vista or amazing waterfall might be around the corner on the trail. The CDT is the most rugged, challenging long trail that I've ever accepted, attempted, and uh, to be honest, I'm a bit afraid, especially of the water crossings. I checked, and Colorado is getting a healthy dumping of snow, and as a solo hiker, I respect the danger of a river swollen with melt. This trail is going to push my boundaries to the max, and I'm excited that I'm a little afraid. I'm, I'm ready for the challenge. My warm-up to the CDT will be through hiking close to 700 miles in Israel this winter, The Israel National Trail meanders across the length of the country, including the isolated Negev Desert. And then I am super, super, super excited to get out there and take my first steps on the CDT uh, towards the middle of April. So I guess that's it for now, live long and prosper everyone, so say we all, cheers!
0: And now you've met our 2019 trail correspondents. We'll pass the small talk in forthcoming episodes. We're going to dig deep. Don't forget to head on over to thetrek.co to read our hikers bios and find where to follow them on Instagram. This will also be linked through the show notes. Once again, if you enjoy the show and want to help out, you can do so by leaving a review on iTunes, subscribing and sharing the podcast with friends. Today's Tasty Jams are courtesy of Paulie Boy Shalcross, our editor and all-around renaissance man. You can keep up with the show on Instagram at Trail Correspondence, on Twitter at ThruHikerPod, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Trail Correspondence. You can also get a hold of us via email at podcast at thetrek.co. Signing off for now, happy hiking.